0: Amen, amen. What a song! I love you, Jesus, and and I just want to tell you I love you more than anything. That is it. That is a statement, and truly, that is where we need to to get ourselves to where we love Him more than anything. Amen. God bless you, saints. I'm I'm glad you have uh, joined in with us on this evening. Uh, We'll get right into the word. Uh, Last Thursday, we talked about knowing the purpose of God. And Sunday, we talked about being a light. We want to look at this evening about having the mind of Christ. We know we are a light of the world. And the only way to be that light and be effective is to know God. And be in God's purpose. In order to do so, we must have the mind of Christ. Now, we know being conformed means to be conformed to the image of the Son of God. Who is the express image of God. And who is the light of the, for the world that came from God. We know as long as we live in this body. And as long as we are in this world, by being in Christ, we are not of this world. In Christ, our flesh no longer controls our spirit, but our spirit in Christ now controls our flesh. Romans reminds us not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind the answer to what we are going through, the solution to our problem is to have our mind renewed in Christ. Let's look at Romans 12 again with verse 2. And Romans 12 and 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, meaning let not your behavior be like the world. Has anyone been looking at the news lately? Have you noticed how the world is acting? All you see is violence of killing, stealing, raping. People have gone from greed of things to greed of power. Everybody is wrong, but them. From the neighbor across the street, to our neighbor across seas. People today don't know the difference in an insurrection and a resurrection. Listen to this. An insurrection is an open revolt against authority. Causing crucifixion or killing and murder. A resurrection is the rising of Jesus Christ. After the crucifixion or killing of Christ. When we look at conform again and break it down. Con- means to study, read, or examine. And form means to shape or become shaped or to develop in the mind. We don't want to be developed in the mind of the world. We want to be developed in the mind of Christ. What we need is what it says in the next part of verse 2 of Romans 12. And that is, be ye Transformed. We know form means to be developed, but transform means to change in nature or condition of how you were or have been developed. It means to be converted. Mm-hmm. This takes place in the mind. It is our mind that needs changing. The mind needs to be converted from thinking and acting like the world or be like anyone else but Christ. The body or your flesh only responds to the thoughts of the mind. The body will not jump until the mind says jump. The body will not just eat food. It gets a suggestion from the mind saying you are hungry. Now it says, be ye transformed or changed By the renewing of your mind. What is wrong with our mind that it needs changing? Look at Isaiah and tell me if you see this today. Isaiah 1, verse 1 through 7. Isaiah 1, verse 1 through 7. This vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, king of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib, but Israel does not know My people do not consider. Have you ever thought about it? Animals know who is over them and knows where their owner lives. You can take a cat or dog in the woods and they'll find their way back to your home. But man does not know or acknowledge God and refuses to come and worship him. Verse four says, Ah sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backwards. This is what the world has come to today. People are loaded with sin. Children and children's children are corrupt and evil. God is forsaken. They are provoking him to anger. God's wrath has been stirred up and we are being destroyed and re- and rejecting the knowledge of God and going backwards. Verse five says, why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. We are the cause of the insurrections and not just because not just against governments, but against God and those he placed in authority. Verse six says, from the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither multiplied with ointment. Here, the plagues were so grievous and they were incurable, yet they would not repent. Can you see that today? Plague after plagues are now beginning to manifest themselves, and man puts a band-Aid on it or mask over it and continues on. And have you noticed some of the cures they have has more side effects than the issue itself? Verse seven said, "Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned." with fire. Your land strangers devour it in your presence and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Everything that went on in January's incident, Russia and Ukraine today, China, Korea and the United States, this is just a glimpse of saying the whole head is sick. The question that was asked was, What is wrong with our mind that it needs changing? Do you really need to answer that question? Let me quote three things that Paul said to Ephesians. In Ephesians 4.23, he said, Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This comes from studying the word. History repeats itself because the world repeats the same sin. Ephesians 5 and 10 said, prove what is acceptable unto the Lord. Paul told Timothy to study to show thyself approved unto God. While man is steady trying to erase history of every kind. And verse 17, he said, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Today, we are bombarded with everybody's will but God's. If we don't stay in tune and in touch, we will slip and be deceived by the enemy. Notice in Second Timothy 1 and 7, it said, For God hath not given us the spirit of f- fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I don't want to focus on the spirit of fear. I don't want to look at power. But remembering all things exist from love and we want to look at a sound mind, a mind that is free of defects or damage, a mind that is solid, secure and safe, a mind that is deep and undisturbed, which can only come by love. When it comes to the things of this world, we need a sound mind that comes from God, free of defects. Secure, undisturbed by the foolishness of this world. A mind that is not tossed by every wind of doctrine. A mind that will stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made it free. A mind made up who will do those things that please the Father. Now let's close with these three scriptures. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 and 4. 1 Peter 1, 13 and 14. And 1 Peter 3, 8 through 16. First, let us look at 2 Thessalonians 2, starting at verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren. We beg you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and he's coming. And by our gathering together unto him. Remember, we must gather and forsake not the assembly that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. We should be so established that we are not easily shaken or unsettled. We should be patient and expect it. Verse 3 says, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. We can see and know today there has already been a great falling away from from not just the Catholic faith, but all faiths. It has been foretold. That this would come to pass. Verse 4 says. Who opposes. And exalted himself above all that is called God. Or that is worship. So that he had he as God sitteth in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. Man resisted Christ. Is on the rise. He resists him. His doctrine. His office and those that believe and worship him. And Christians are being getting to become ashamed of God, and ashamed to stand for his teaching or what is spoken. First Peter 1 Peter 1:13 and 14. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Surround the vulnerable parts of the mind with truth. Don't become intoxicated with the foolishness of the world. Hope or expect to the end with the abundant words of life given to you. Verse 14 says, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. Walk in the path of God's commandments and not in the path you knew before you knew God. Last, 1 Peter 3, starting at verse 8. Finally, be all of one mind, having a compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. Just like they were on one accord and of one mind on the day of Pentecost, it is time we became of the same mind again. And begin to worship him in spirit and truth while we wait on his soon return. We should be loving one another. Humble and kind to one another. Verse 9 says, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. But contrariwise blessings, knowing that ye are there unto call that you should inherit a blessing. It tells us in 1 Thessalonians see that none render evil for evil to any but ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all look at verse 10 for he that will love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile let him eschew evil and do good let him seek peace and And ensue it. What you see being practiced from the top of government down to the neighbor across the street. Don't get caught up in their action or arguments. Don't engage or even entertain in their opinions. Verse 12 says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. You want God to hear your prayers. So refrain from the world and its deeds. Purify your minds, and your body will follow. And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? But and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord in your hearts. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that ask you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. The answer you give is from the knowledge that you have received and understand about the Lord. Be not afraid, but stand fast in that which you know. If you have no answer, don't be afraid to say, I don't know. Have any good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you, as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. With that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.